Good evening. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for The Bright Side with Alexis Robin. Good evening. Happy Monday. The beautiful Lake Tahoe. Yeah, a little quieter this week. Yeah, it is. It's a little quieter in town, which is nice. Um, kids are back in school today, so kind of getting back into the groove of things, which is nice. It is very, so yes, yes. It's uh, getting back in that rhythm. It always feels like the downhill slope, too, when they go back to school after Christmas break. Like It is. It's on. Like, we're downhill till summer. That's what I told Jillian yesterday. We were putting everything together, and we really are halfway through. Our semester ended before Christmas, and... Um, so I said, this is it. You've got, you know, five more learning periods out of the ten. Yeah. And it's just... It's on. Boom. It's it's done. You meet with your teacher five more times and... Yeah, it goes so fast. It, it goes does. so fast. So a little note to just savor a little bit of life and the daily routine because it goes so quickly. Mm-hmm. So today uh, we're talking about trusting the process of life. And uh, if you're new to the show, my name's Alexis Robin. I'm a local life coach and business coach here in Lake Tahoe. And uh, every Monday at 515 on KTHO 96.1 FM, we do The Bright Side, Jennifer Scanio and myself. And, uh, and we talk about all kinds of different things that have to do with life and business and learning and getting out of your own way and all that good stuff. So, um, so today we're talking about trusting the process of life. And when things go wrong, sometimes we feel cheated or wronged, or sometimes you feel hopeless. Like, I can't believe that happened again. Why, do, why does this always happen to me? Um, and sometimes you even feel depressed. Yep. So, and sometimes all of those things at one time. So, um, so it's important to have some strategies to tackle these. And, you know, it's, um, I'm, I've always been a big believer in trusting the process of life. And so um, you'll hear me say that over and over again on the show in different formats. Uh, everything happens for a reason. I'm, I'm kind of a, I guess you'd call me a fatalist in that way. Sure. Is that, is that what we'd say? Well, but um, in some ways you can't control necessarily the complete outcome, ultimate outcome, but you can control the path along the way or right well you make yeah. good decisions and you're intentional about your actions and where you put your energy and your time talent and treasure as we've talked about before and uh, you know and you work towards the best path but sometimes despite our you know our best intentions all of our efforts all of the things that we have worked really hard to get right things go wrong and that can be anything from a marriage not working out. It can be losing a job, getting laid off, finding out you've got dry rot in your ceiling. It can be, um, you know, I was watching last night. I love that show, Property Brothers. Have you ever watched that on Home and Garden Network, HGTV? Um, I don't know that I have. It's these twin brothers. One is this, like, slick real estate agent, and the other one is this, like, uh, gritty you know, renovation guy, and they take people who want to go buy a house that's turnkey, and they convince them to buy a fixer-upper, and then drop like a hundred k into remodeling it to make it the house of their dreams. <laughs> and so it's always really interesting because inevitably, every time someone buys a house, there's something really nasty once they start ripping stuff down. I mean, once in a while, there's not, but there's always seems to be something that kind of goes awry, and. Um, and I was watching last night, and there was a story about this couple uh, who bought this little fixer-upper, and they went in, and they're tearing everything down, and it's looking good, and then they find asbestos in the walls. Yeah. And so they have to, like, uh, shut everything down, get out of the house. They have to have professionals come in, yeah. the suits come in, the whole thing. And, you know, it's like it's devastating. But I was thinking about it, and it was like, you know, when you do a project like that, 
and then it's all finished, you know what's happening in the bones of your house. Like there are no surprises. Everything that could go wrong has been fixed. You know, any, there was some structural damage that they had to deal with that could have been potentially awful later on. There was all this kind of stuff that they found out because they ripped it down to the studs. And even though it was really tragic uh, when they found out, it was great once it was done because it was like wow like now we don't have asbestos hanging around in our walls that we wouldn't have ever known about exactly you Plus know we, the other things you find along the way yeah we don't have you know our bathtub's not going to fall through the ceiling on our beautiful new granite countertops so um so it got me thinking about trusting the process of life and um and again this morning i had this kind of crazy morning i um I get up in the morning to go to the gym, and at five uh, at five ten, generally my alarm goes off. And you know, without fail, this morning my son woke up with a bloody nose at four forty. So you know, you're not getting a quality sleep after that. Welcome to Monday. And then, fortunately, he was a big kid and went and dealt with it himself. But he still had to come in and tell us about it. Sure he does. And then my daughter woke up, you know, about fifteen minutes after that. Um, you know, not feeling good. And, and so it was just kind of a rocky start to the morning. Then I got to, I, you know, I finally, I got up, I got ready for the gym. I went out to the car and I went to start my car and it was dead as a doornail. I mean like dead. It was like click, click, not even a little ring, ring, and I thought, wow, that's too bad. And I was thought, well, at least my husband's car is in the driveway. So I took his car and you know, nothing really flustered me and then I got to the gym and there was nobody there yet yeah, what was that, that was, all about that I don't know it was just weird. weird I guess they just all showed up at the last minute today um but I thought well, this is just the strangest morning um but things just kind of happen the way that they happen and um and sometimes life goes wrong in our favor And that's what the whole trust the process of life is about, is that sometimes we don't know what the plan is. And sometimes we've just got to have faith that we're in the right place at the right time doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing. And that can be really hard. And if you've ever um, had a situation where you have you know, been trying so hard to make something happen and nothing happens, like you just can't, like everything's misfiring, and then you finally just go, oh, forget it. And you walk away from it and you go uh-huh. do something fun. And then all of a sudden while you're in the middle of like skiing for the day or kicking back on the couch watching a movie with your family, like, all the stuff that you were worried about like falls into place and happens for you. Have you ever had that happen? Yes, I have. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing how that happens. So sometimes the universe is saying like, don't try so hard. Um, but sometimes when life goes wrong in our favor, it actually rewrites our path. So we think about that. We think like, all right, so a few years back, and I've talked about this on the show in the past, but a few years back, my husband got laid off. The economy was bad. He didn't really like the job he was in anyway. So, I mean, it was a bit of a gift. At the time, we didn't see it that way because we were afraid and, you know, financially it was scary and all that kind of stuff. But it eventually was one of the things, one of the bad things, the things that didn't go in our favor, that ended up putting us on the track to move back to Tahoe, which is a place we really love to be. And we wouldn't have done that otherwise. Had he kept that job and I had continued, you know, growing with my company and getting promoted and different things, we would have ended up in this, you know, Bay Area rat race. And our kids would have been going to school there. And I mean, I don't know that we would have ever gotten back up here. And, um, and it wasn't until a couple months after he got laid off that we, you know, we were expecting a big tax return and it, um, 
And it looked like, you know, we would be able to use that money. And then we got some money paid back to us that had been owed us. Um, And then it it looked like we were going to have enough to get through the summer. So, like, he could keep looking for a good job. Uh And that was right at the start of the recession when people were just weren't hiring, right? And so we're like, okay, well, this is our plan. Like, we're going to have this extra money, and it's going to get us through the summer, and it's great. And then I got the call from my tax man, who I love, um, Mr. Billy Hayes. But he called me, and he said, I have some bad news, Alexis. (laughs) He's got this, like, southern drawl. I don't know if he comes from the south. but And I said, what is it, Billy? And he said, well, it looks like you're going to owe about $6,500 this year, which was we'd never owed. We were the kind of people who got like ten, sixteen thousand dollars $16,000, you know, money back. Like, I don't know how much taxes we paid, but I guess, you know, however it worked out, we ended up owing all this money. And about all the money that we had just received in, you know, that was due to us, that, you know, we'd been paid back for a loan that we had offered somebody, um, and it like just evened it out and so then we were like at zero (laughs) and it was like oh my god and I literally I closed my office door I was working in San Francisco at the time I burst into tears because I just didn't know what else to do I tried to call all my people my mom my husband like everybody nobody was available it was like I kept getting voicemail after voicemail and I just took a deep breath and I thought okay I need to go take a walk and so I went to lunch and I started walking and all of a sudden you didn't buy lunch did you Probably. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I mean, at that point, it was like, whatever. Lunch from so we'll just put it on the credit card. But um, but I thought, oh, my God, what, you know, what am I going to do? And then I remembered this great exercise uh, from one of Martha Beck's books called Living Your Life Backwards. And we've done this before mm-hmm. years ago on the show. Um, but where you, um, where you look at the great things that have happened in your life and you trace them back to something negative that's happened that put you on the trajectory to get to the thing that's great. And suddenly it dawned on me, like in the, I remember being in Union Square and like looking up to the sky and saying out loud, there must be something really amazing coming for me because <laughs> it can't be this devastating if there wasn't. Yeah. You know, this must be putting me on a path for something awesome. And so and I and I believed it. I wasn't just saying it like, oh, this will make me feel better. I mean, I truly believed like, wow, if this much crap can happen to me (laughs) on one day, then there's something really good that's going to happen. I don't know what it is, but I can't wait to see it. And that was the attitude I took. And I literally like the tears dried up, the fear went away, and it was like, okay, well, we've got to figure this out, but I'm no longer terrified. Yeah. I'm no, and I'm no longer you know, mad at the world and blaming people and furious that his job didn't take enough taxes or that my job didn't. I mean, it was like, I just let all that go. And I was like, awesome. What must be around the corner for us? So long story short, fast forward, um, that ended up forcing us to get really clear about what we wanted and what we were going to do. And so we ended up um, deciding to move home to our house in Tahoe and come back here and try and make a go of it, whether it was going to be waiting tables and, you know, me doing life coaching on the side and him working as a caddy. Like, we didn't know. We were like, we are going to make it work no matter what. We want to be there. And obviously working here for big business, <laughs> it ain't serving us. So yeah. um, so we moved back up here, and that was the start of, like, the most beautiful life that we've created. And we would have never done that had he – I know we wouldn't have moved had he not lost his job. Because yeah. the, the factor, the, the risk it would have taken us, like the amount we would have had to overcome to give up all of that income mm-hmm. and to come back and try to scratch by, 
it would have never worked. And once we decided to move home, I ended up actually keeping my job and working remote after I went in to give my notice. And they said, oh, no, work for us from there. It was like a miracle. <laughs> right? And I thought, oh, my God, they would have never let me work from home had I not said I'm moving home yeah. regardless. Right? Like, had I gone in and been like, hey, what can we think? make this work? They would have been like, no, that's not going to work out for us. And it just wouldn't have happened. But since I came and said I'm leaving, and I was sure about it regardless of the answer, um, it worked out. So sometimes life goes wrong in our favor, and it rewrites our path, and it gives us the courage to try something because it's like, well, what else do we have to lose? Right? Exactly. So sometimes when you lose, it feels like you lose everything. It's only when you lose everything that you have the space and the courage to go after something that you really want. Sure. Right? Yep. So otherwise, you just kind of hang in there in that comfort zone. And we've got to get a little uncomfortable to get to the kind of life we want. So that being said, um, the exercise that you can use, the one I'm referring to in Martha Beck's book, Living Your Life Backwards, um, it's in her book, uh, Steering by Starlight. So if, you're, if you like, like the actual reference, you can go look it up in that book. Um, but basically what you do is you think about something you really love or something that you are happy to have, something good that happened to you in life, right? So... Um, so you think about, for us, you know, something we love is the life we've built in Tahoe. Well, if you trace that back, how did we get that? Well, you know, we bought our house and, you know, and decided to keep it when we moved to the Bay Area and um, were able to, you know, save it through the recession because we worked for a few, you know, we got good jobs that paid well, so we didn't lose the house or anything. We were able to make it work. But then eventually you know, we lost everything financially and that was the only way we had the courage to come back. And so without that happening, we would have never had the life we have now. Yep. And so you can be so, you know, you can be so angry about things and end up so much better off in the end. And the same thing can happen with relationships, right? Like you're in a relationship for a long time and you think it's the right one and then something happens and they disappoint you and they go away and, or you get divorced or what happens and you feel like it's the end of the world. And then you meet somebody who's amazing or you create this life for yourself that you never knew was possible. I read this quite great quote over the weekend about that of, you know, you now you understand why it didn't work with that person before because now you've met this person and yeah. it all makes sense. Right. And my um, my mom, she met my stepdad years after she and my father had divorced and they have the most loving, wonderful relationship and she always says, oh, I wish I would have met you early on and my stepdad, who's so wise, he says, it wouldn't have been the same because I wouldn't have been who I was early on yeah. as who I am now. Like yeah. I wouldn't have appreciated the things I appreciate now. Exactly. And so it, so life happens right on time. And when we start trying to control it and manage it, manipulate it, and make it work in our favor, things go wrong because sometimes it's not the plan that's meant to be. So the next time you run into somebody or you yourself lose a job or get disappointed by a friend or a spouse or something happens that just feels like man that is that's just not right like that's just a big bummer think to yourself what great thing must be on the way yep like what great thing is this making space for in my life and it will help you to work through those things it'll help you to think about you know getting on that track and the best way to do it is to you know live your life backwards start looking at everything that's ever gone right in your life and trace it back. I, usually if you go back about three steps 
three actions is when you'll find something that went awry (laughs) that put you on that track. And it doesn't always have to be some tragic thing. You know, sometimes it's just like, oh, I was really hoping that that guy would ask me out and he didn't. Or I was really hoping that relationship would work out. And then you meet your husband and you're like, oh, thank God that didn't work out because this guy's amazing, right? How did I get stuck here? Or I have friends who... um, you know, who unfortunately got pregnant too young or got pregnant with somebody who they went on a date with a couple nights and it was like, oh, well, you know, and they decide to have the baby and the kids are like the most amazing part of their life. Yeah. And they're like, thank God this happened. You know, what felt like a scary thing that wasn't planned for turned out to be beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so I just would encourage you that as you're going through life, As things go wrong, think about why, how could this be going wrong in my favor and what potentially could be on the other side and then watch for it because it will surprise you and you'll have to trust the process of life to get into that place. But once you do, the world opens up to you. Very good. Yeah. so motivational. Absolutely. Now don't go out and make bad things happen. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. Um, Oh, screw this up so the really good thing can come. Exactly. So for more fun stuff like this, you can check out our blog at nourishlifecoaching.com. You can also listen to past episodes of The Bright Side with Alexis and Jen at buzzsproutradio.com or go to our um, just go to our blog at nourishlifecoaching.com and there's a page that's got the link to all the shows so um, go ahead and download them they're free last but not least very exciting is we launched an app at the end of last year have you downloaded it yet? can't you can't download it? No. oh no we'll have to troubleshoot it after it's not you it's me all right. Jillian so, tells me my operating system on my phone because I'm always afraid to update oh, it. Oh, it needs to be I've, updated. I know, but I've heard horror stories about you update your operating system and you lose everything. Just back up your phone first. Yeah, well, I don't know how to do that. So, <laughs> All right, so we'll have a tech lesson reason. after. But if you want to download it, it's free. It's Nourish Life Coach, and it's on the iPhone, and it's on the Droid. Uh, so go ahead and download that. You get daily push messages of little inspiration. And let's see what today's was. I'll have to look it up because I can't remember what it was. Uh, today was the answer to your question is coming. It just took the scenic route. Be patient. Ah. <laughs> so fun little messages like that on your phone daily. Um, just once. Nourish Life Coach iPhone app. Awesome. Super fun. Yes. Awesome. All right. Have a great Monday, guys. See you next week. Same time, same place. Same place. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with The Bright Side right here on K Tahoe.